0: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit truegreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, "What's your secret?" Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only 14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: There are nearly 20 million military vets in the U.S., and each week we focus on their stories. This is CBS Ion Veterans. Welcome back to CBS Ion Veterans, reporting for ConnectingVets.com. I'm Navy Vet Phil Briggs. Today we're talking traumatic brain injuries and hyperbaric oxygen. TBIs are all too common among veterans of the wars of Iraq and Afghanistan. Just go through the archives of this show alone and you'll hear hundreds of vets all describe their days in Iraq and Afghanistan filled with things like IEDs blowing up and environments where you either fell off things or had things fall on you. It's why it's estimated that nearly 10% of all veterans who served over there have some sort of TBI. My buddy, Army combat veteran Boone Cutler once told me, it's not that you have a TBI, but you have a TBI resulting in what? Yeah. Yeah. TBIs always result in something else. Simply put, getting your bell rung may feel like a splitting headache in the moment, but they result in long term conditions ranging from dizziness and light sensitivity to seizures, strokes, devastating depression, and other deadly neurological conditions. Just look behind the veteran suicide epidemic and you'll find thousands and thousands of TBIs, which the VA and frankly modern medicine are just plain ignoring. For decades, the VA has dulled our vets' pain with a list of high-powered meds that are opioids, addictive, and deadly. Just Google the word combat cocktail, and you'll find a list of articles that all include lists of medications longer than your arm. It's honestly no surprise that suicide has reached an all-time high. For many vets, they felt there was no other way out of the chronic pain and discomfort that was a direct result of their blow to the head. So what can be done? Science says hyperbaric oxygen therapy has proven to be a miracle for veterans and head trauma patients around the world. But the VA has not approved it. But sadly, it's no surprise to the veteran community that the VA is keeping an arm's length distance from a treatment that can actually work. So we're going to talk about hyperbaric oxygen therapy today with two experts. Dr. Robert Beckman is the founder of TreatNow.org. And he'll share some incredible details from a recent report about how not providing this therapy is costing billions of taxpayer dollars and, most importantly, veterans' lives. And we'll also hear from Army veteran Margot Donahue and how hyperbaric oxygen therapy did for her what brain surgery couldn't. And how, thanks to hyperbaric oxygen, she was able to stop wasting away on drugs on the couch, eventually hiking the South Pole. My conversation started with Dr. Robert Beckman, who described a recent report called the National Veteran Brain Wounded Brain Drain, a report that he says proves Congress could reduce suicides right now, and we're wasting a hell of a lot of money. Share with me more about this study. Uh,
2: Well, Phil, uh, the study itself, we call it the uh, brain drain study. It's a cost-benefit analysis of changing The DOD and VA standard of care for TBI and suicide prevention. Uh, At the end of the day, Eric Kaleda, the chief researcher, and I uh, extracted from public records facts and findings uh, that get at what is the true cost of not properly treating brain injuries. And so, our uh, conclusion in a, a nutshell the sum total of Post 9-11 veterans uh, is 877,450 estimated brain wounded, whether diagnosed properly or not. And of those 877,450 uh, brain wounded, and again, post 9-11, to not treat using stats on homelessness, suicides, drugs, uh, lost wages, uh, uh legal, blah, blah, 17 factors that weigh in. All of those veterans, should they live 40 more years, are going to cost taxpayers $4.7 trillion, $4.7 trillion. Everything is spelled out state by state. We did a lot of digging to come up with what what's the cost of somebody not working and the cost of care and so forth. So uh, if you look at the total cost of of treating those brain injuries with alternative therapies like hyperbaric oxygen therapy, uh, you reduce the cost to about $20 billion, which in in simple terms, one-half of 1% of the cost of not treating, one-half of 1%. And, by the way, you give people their lives back, as you'll hear from Margot. The difference between living on welfare, uh, a burden to your family and yourselves, or getting your lives back, back in school, back at work. Now, not in every case, obviously, but the the record uh, is astonishing. Uh, And the study demonstrates over and over and over again where the VA uh, not only undercounts, but purposely avoids telling veterans. the the term of art is informed consent, that veterans with brain injuries who are properly diagnosed uh, frequently, in fact, most of the time are never told that there's a treatment that can heal their wound to the brain. And that wound to the brain is a critical, critical medical intervention that the VA does not practice.
1: Wow. All right. Let me let me just sort of pump the brakes right there and unpack just a little bit of that. So you're saying that based on the research, you've identified that there are X number of people with traumatic brain injuries across the country that actually costs in the trillions of dollars to treat through the social programs, through the things that these people will you know, need in their lifetime, and through the lost wages, we're suffering in the trillions of dollars for not treating these brain injuries properly.
2: Right this minute, uh, if, you, if you accept the current numbers of suicides uh, per day, it's, it's down around 17. We know it's higher than that. The, the counting method for how many suicides are there among veterans is suspect, but never mind. We'll take them at their word, 17 suicides a day. Uh, what's the cost of suicide? Well, uh, start running the numbers on, on lost wages and impact on families and uh, a, a, a range of issues because sometimes it's suicide by cop. So you've got all the law enforcement and homelessness. And I could go on and on, as the report does, in, in really – intimate detail looking at um, th- the ways in which society avoids a stark fact not just 877,000 plus veterans post 9/11 but in excess of 3.5 million Americans per year other citizens first responders athletes parents kids grandparents fall strokes car accidents untreated Brain wounds. So we're looking at somewhere around 13 to 15 million Americans degraded, degraded by brain injuries that are not treated. So the cost of of uh, uh, 4.7 trillion is for under a million, when in fact we have millions of Americans going through the same kind of negligence. And <clears throat> whether it's medical malpractice or not. Uh, It is, nevertheless, a known fact worldwide, Phil, that hyperbaric oxygen therapy and other therapies cause the brain to heal. And the depression and the angst and the frustration, the the suicidal ideation, which, by the way, is written on the side of the labels of the pills that the VA is giving to veterans they warn in a big black box, uh, can lead to ideation of suicide in males between the ages of 17 and 25. It's on the label, and they're pumping them full. And as the report shows, we're looking at billions of opioid pills given to veterans mm. on a continuing basis. Now, uh, to their credit, They recognize that this is probably not a good idea, having been the seed farm for the farmers back in the early days. And so they've cut way back, thank God for that. But the the drug regimen inside the VA has become a national disgrace.
1: Yeah, and I've certainly covered it uh, at great length here as we spoke of just before the call started, uh, even going back to a documentary I did a few years ago called To War and Back, uh, followed the journey of a friend of mine, Former Army Psy Opera Boone Cutler. And, uh, you know, he was in the VA for so long, addicted to these opioids. He didn't even know what year it was at one point in his life. Uh, he'd been there so long. We're making a leap here now from talking about the way the VA handles things and the way the medical community at large handles brain injuries to talking about suicide. Is there a link specifically between a knock on the head, a traumatic brain injury, and suicide? Is that is that why we need to be having this conversation right now?
2: Well, uh, proving in scientific terms uh, a correlation uh, is is quite easy, uh, but causation is almost impossible. Um, I, I can give you example after example of where we've talked with suicidal vets who have. Told us their stories, uh, agonizing. But we we have hundreds of those stories. Correlation is not causation. However, when you build up facts, anecdotes, it begins to look like evidence. As I said to a a colonel in the Navy, he was uh, pinging us because we were just talking about anecdotes. And here was the anecdote, Phil, uh, that set him off that uh, US Navy SEALs. We're going under the radar to get treated, active duty Navy SEALs to get treated for their brain injuries. And they should wake up and smell the roses, i.e. the U.S. Navy SEALs, because today as we speak, today, 2021, 72 Navy SEALs, veterans in active duty are under the radar getting hyperbaric oxygen therapy and other treatments for brain wounds, which they dare not tell the military about. They can lose their security clearance and they go into the mental health bucket and it's a a slippery slope to being medically boarded out. So is there a correlation between brain injury and suicide? Absolutely. Causation, there are so many causes, Phil, but the bottom line is after hundreds of millions of dollars on suicide prevention programs, and a new budget for 2022 of a 20% increase in suicide prevention strategies, money to throw at the problem year after year, 12 years in a row, the suicide rate keeps going up, up and up. They warn of a suicide epidemic inside active duty, as well as in the veteran population.
1: Now, Dr. Beckman and I continued to talk about this, and he shared even more about how so many people in the medical communities, both veteran and civilian, are to this very moment treating head traumas exclusively with drugs. And when it comes to the PTSD relationship there, they treat it with that typical time on the couch, tell your therapist the worst day, things known as cognitive-based talk therapies. Dr. Beckman didn't hold back when talking about comparing that strategy versus using hyperbaric oxygen therapy.
2: There is a report uh, from the Institute of Medicine, which says that in all likelihood, there are iotropic effects from many of the therapies, i.e. they're inducing worse behavior, not improved behavior. That's an Institute of Medicine study itself with no measure of effectiveness. And that was after spending $9.1 billion in a three-year period what what's the fundamental flaw in treatments in medicine generally in the NFL the NC2A etc they do not repeat do not say you have a brain wound they say oh you're nervous so a long list of up to 47 symptoms if you look at the clinical practice guidelines for treating traumatic brain injury and PTSD it's all about symptom reduction symptom reduction not Brain wound, as in you are hurt, you are physically damaged, and we know about wound healing. Phil, wound healing, you need energy and oxygen. You can go a long time without food, but try living 10 minutes without oxygen, and the brain starts going diminished oxygen with inflammation from blast injury and falls and so on. So it's a wound. We know how to treat wound. There are wound healing centers all over the world and it begins with energy and oxygen wound healing centers have hyperbaric oxygen therapy the va does not have hyperbaric oxygen chambers they have to outsource wound healing and they seldom if ever even talk about hyperbarics for diabetic foot ulcers which leads to amputations which leads to death and that's on label you don't have to fight the fda about that But the wound to the brain, Phil, think about it. Guy gets hit on the battlefield or the gridiron, you've just wounded your brain. And it's going to flame up. It's going to uh, cause a diminution in the flow of blood. And that flow of blood is crucial to normal maintenance of body functions. Forget the increased load put now on uh, uh, the ability to think, your balance, frustration, Memory, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All of the symptomatology that they can work on, and God bless the chiropractors and the acupuncturists and the art therapists, music, uh, horse petting, equine therapy, dog therapy, etc. God bless everybody who's doing that. But we have a saying in the brain injury world: "Fix the hard drive, and the software is going to run better." So you got a busted brain. And you're trying to teach people to use sticky notes to remember what here it is, and what their to-do list is for the day. The hard drive's busted. We're working on changing the language. A brain wound must be healed. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and some other alternatives, simple nutrition, for example. There's some great infusions. Uh, uh, we can get into magnetic uh, resonance therapy and low laser light therapy. All of which. Increase the flow of blood and thus the flow of oxygen. And then you increase the amount of oxygen 20 times and your brain is getting a bath in what will turn its cells and mitochondria back on. Puts it on steroids, new stem cells, growth, healing. You can see it on film. New brain mass. So the bottom line is heal the wound to the brain start talking about healing the wound to the brain not treating symptoms exclusively
1: so well said and uh if you broke your leg you don't want to go to cognitive behavioral therapy and talk about how bad your <laughs> leg hurts you want to just reset the damn leg and fix the wound that hurts and i've seen it so many times now with just Veterans and the armloads, the handfuls of drugs you're given to just treat all these symptoms, never actually treating what might be at its core in you have nailed that wonderfully. Dr. Beckman, again, appreciate all that description. Um, Real quick, before we transition now to our next guest, I want to get a little bit more about where do I find out more about the work you're doing? Where do I find out about now the Treat Now Coalition? How can people support it? How can people learn a little bit more about this if they're a veteran and their life is suffering? Um, Share with me where I find more about the Treat Now Coalition.
2: Great. Um, Treatnow.org, T-R-E-A-T-N-O-W.org. Uh, another fabulous website, hbot.com, one of the godfathers, uh, Paul Hart's site, hbot.com, and a group of phenomenal people, uh, Debbie Lee, America's Mighty Warriors.org. A phenomenal site, and she is just raising money and, and putting people in treatment. The 22 Project, uh, Soldiers for the Truth. Uh, We we list a lot of the organizations that are dedicated to treating the wound to the brain. But treatnow.org, there's a knowledge base uh, more than anybody needs to read about not just the the wound to the brain and the symptomatology and the cascade from the concussion and blast injury, but uh, some worldwide research, 19 studies, including five by the U.S. government read those studies and uh, their data say, screams, everybody got better. And uh, the results are stunning. Uh, All of the studies worldwide, both the randomized controlled trials, the crossover studies and ongoing observational uh, and case studies demonstrate efficacy. At at some point, how many anecdotes equal uh, uh, a fact? Why
1: are we approaching Congress for this change and not the VA directly? If science is already on our side, if there are anecdotes that are already doing this, what do we need to make change here? Whose butt do we need to connect to this boot?
2: <laughs> well, uh, it's, it's a great question. I, I wish I could answer it. If I had an answer, I'd have already been on their doorstep. We've tried the White House. We've tried rich people. We've tried the VA. We've tried Congress. We've tried the uh, Department of Defense. We've tried the suicide prevention programs. We've tried the services over and over and over again, individual services. Another anecdote, ha-ha, Wounded Warrior Battalion, Camp Lejeune, the number one Marine in the United States Marine Corps, suicidal, under his daughter's bed, gun in mouth, talked out by his wife. The number one Marine, enlisted Marine in the U.S. Marine Corps. Uh, We got him into HPOT. Through a miracle, it, it was one in a million that we would even know he existed. Uh, Wounded Warrior Battalion Camp Lejeune. We've now got over twelve who've been through all successfully, and even though they've left the military, they have their lives back. They have their families united, knitted back together again. So the 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 evidence screams out whether you're in Congress, the Senate, the House, the White House. We've tried and tried and tried to penetrate with facts. Um, The simple, simple way forward is for the uh, secretary of the VA, McDonough, to click his fingers and say emergency use authorization, EUA, which is how we treated COVID. The drugs were not uh, um, proofed. But we have an epidemic on our hands. Well, we have an epidemic of suicide. So an emergency use authorization, and the legislation's already in place. In fact, the appropriations are already in place. Secretary McDonough said to John Stewart in his program on burn pits, we got money. Money is not the problem here. We need proof. We need, uh, he went on and on with process and so on and so forth. He can click his fingers and say, we don't want any more suicides. We have said it's our number one priority in the VA. It's, it's up there with the top three, and they keep saying we have no higher priority than ending suicides. We care about our veterans. And can't get McDonough to click his fingers and tell the VA, his VA, by the way, to just reprogram some of the drug budget. The drug budget is gargantuan. We'll take 10% of their drug budget, get out of the way, and we will start healing today. 1,000 veterans. And using installed infrastructure, we can get up to 10,000 veterans using both military and already installed uh, chambers in hospitals and private clinics. We can do 10,000 at a time. And then we can start building. We've got an infrastructure package, Build Back Better. Boy, oh boy, hyperbaric oxygen clinics in every town will treat citizens as well as veterans and professional athletes and college and high school kids with concussions. So if you ask, what's a citizen to do? Uh, uh, on the website, we've got uh, pointing to the Tuberville bill and the Murphy bill. They're both in Congress. Uh, they haven't gone to committee yet. But uh, the Secretary McDonough can, with the stroke of a... He doesn't even need to sign anything. He just needs to say 10% of the drug budget to treat using hyperbaric oxygen therapy and some of these other therapies the clinics are using and we'll get on with it we'll collect the data as we go along
1: all right i want to thank dr robert beckman and again leave you with the website where you can get more information about the benefits of hyperbaric oxygen therapy check out treatnow.org
0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Ion Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey.
3: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.